Oh my stars, I am so thrilled you're here. I am Kai Graham and welcome to my podcast, Parent Toolbox, which is specifically designed to equip parents with the tools for navigating adolescence. I've been in the trenches of parenting and now I'm on a mission to help parents support their teenagers so that together we can build a mentally healthier and happier generation of young people. Each week you will receive learnings and takeaways that will help you tackle the challenges and the oh shit moments that are often associated with parenting tweens and teens. I have your back and I'm glad you're here. Welcome to another episode in the Parent Toolbox podcast. I am so glad you're here. And this is episode five in the coronavirus series. I never thought I'd say that, but what I am doing is um, our current country, along with many other countries, is currently in lockdown. So I am wanting to um, basically provide um, a, a series of podcast episodes that will help you parents out there specifically with social isolation, social distancing and lockdown in mind. So what this episode is all about is um, in normal times, I have what I call 10 golden rules of parenting. And I'm going to discuss those 10 golden rules, but it's going to have a slightly different stance because, or slightly different slant on it, because we are um, talking about sort of extraordinary times at the minute. But today I'm talking about rules one to five. So really, why do we need 10 golden rules of parenting? Well, what I'm finding and what I do find is many parents come to me um, and they're sort of saying, do you know, Kai, I, I just can't cope anymore. My child's a nightmare or my child's doing this or um, it's just, I just feel as though I've lost connection with my family or whatever it is. It's looking for something different, looking for something um better or maybe maybe things are going okay but they could be go from good to great let's say so invariably it's it's parents looking for support and um pointers in how to just strengthen what's going on in their family but also maybe to give them a little bit more confidence and so parenting in these sort of particular times is is very very different because we are holed up at home, um, I, you know, at time of going to record this anyway, uh, with, with our families. And it is not, um, not always an ideal situation, but it's certainly a new norm. It's, it's different to the way we've operated in the past. So my sort of slant today is if you are wanting change, then what the heck are you going to do about it? And I, I would say, actually, maybe we weren't wanting change, but change has been imposed upon us because we now do not have this freedom of choice. Where shall I go and what can I do? It, it seems to be snatched away from us. And so it's, it's a matter of adapting to all that. So my first golden rule is the old ways of thinking have to go and never more prevalent than now. 
Um, I think the thing is, is that we sort of look at our life and we, you know, sort of, oh, well, I'll just pop down to the gym or let's all go to the movies for a family, you know, sort of a family movie watch. This can't be done at the minute. And if we sort of are clinging on to, but this is the way it's always been, then we're really, really going to struggle. So our current way of thinking it might have got us here, but it ain't going to get us through the next few weeks or the few months that isolation is probably going to bring us. So we need to change. Um, so, you know, it, it is changing that sort of, that way of thinking. I mean, if you sort of remember um, the, the quote, if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. Well, that's sort of where we are right now. And we are no longer able to take the kids to the park for a runaround. We're no longer able to, as I said, go to the gym. We're no longer able just to down tools and do sort of what the heck we like to an extent. And so we have had our wings clipped a bit. And um, I think the thing is, is adapting to that and um, understanding that this too shall pass. This is temporary, but we need to have a different mindset now. We need to have a different way of looking at things. So, um, you know, it's, it is a matter of being kind to ourselves, a matter of being slightly open to sort of different, a different way of thinking, and definitely a way of thinking outside the box. I um I've just done um a Facebook live. I'm doing one um every day, and to break the monotony, I'm wearing a different hat, which is you know cause for great merriment with some people um the bonus is that it hides my roots that are sort of becoming more prevalent by the day but um on that facebook live it was quite interesting i was asking the sort of you know the parents what are you doing what are you, how are you shaking it up how are you sort of moving away from that old way of thinking and one mum which i thought was absolutely genius said oh we're putting the christmas tree up and I just thought, how wonderful. And, you know, the initial thought was, you can't do that. It's only March. Um, well, March the 31st, you're probably going to hear this when it's in, in, um, in April. But, you know, we, we, we can't do that. That's not the way things are done. But actually, all rules are out the window. Apart from obviously these 10 golden rules that goes without saying. So, you know, number one, the old ways of thinking have to go and let's do what suits us best. Let's just roll with it. How's that sound? Number two, with change comes opportunities. Now, I know, I know change can be scary. Um, but and, and there's there's many reasons why. One one of the reasons is that our unconscious mind is programmed for survival. So what it sort of says is, now hang on a minute, no 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 no, I've kept you safe all this time. I've done my job. You are still alive, so you are just going to do exactly the same as you've always done. And there's no need for change because you know what I've done has worked, and you're still alive. So that's my job done, and I expect you. And that's what is the comfort. That's the comfort zone. Let's let's face it. It's your unconscious mind saying, listen, I've found a way of working that keeps you alive. So you've got to do it like that forever and ever and ever. Well, yeah, that's fine. But this, as I keep on saying, these are extraordinary times and we need to do something about that. We need to do something different and we need to change. Yes, we need to sort of adapt our old ways of thinking, but it's also accepting that change is possible and change can um, 
you know, welcome many opportunities. I mean, one of the big things for me is exercise. I was sort of doing the, yeah, well, you know, at a push doing it sort of two or three times a week, very, very half-heartedly. Now I, I don't have any, you know, any of the time restrictions really. So I am exercising daily and I've been doing yoga, um, you know, every single day and my heart and mind love it. And my body was sort of going, yeah, yeah, but there's more, there's more, there's more. Come on, you've got to do more. And so now I've sort of thrown in 20 minutes of cardio, which is, and now I, I, I hope that that is going to be a change and an opportunity that by the time this, um, that, you know, this sort of coronavirus, sort of the, the restrictions start, um, relaxing, that I have created a really good habit here. And, um, you know, and, and I'm just sort of looking at my, my nails. My nails are absolutely brilliant. And they've been on for sort of, I, I get um, gel nails and they've been on for two and a half weeks. Usually they need replaced. But I tell you what, the difference is, is that I'm not picking at them and I'm not nibbling. And so because of coronavirus and we have to sort of, you know, sort of keep on, don't touch your face is what they keep on saying. So that's a silly example, but I, th- I hope you get my point there. So, you know, it's it's worth worth thinking, well, what changes can we do as a family? Maybe it's one of the teenagers is going to cook on a Wednesday and one, someone else is going to cook on a Friday and not everyone, you know, we can all share the load. We can all do something different if that, you know, so, so that's worth sort of bearing in mind. Rule number three, what you focus on, you attract. Right. And I think the thing is, is that it's very, very, and kids' behavior is a great example here is, well, they're always doing this and they keep on doing that. And, and I wish they wouldn't do this. And, and that's fine. It, it, it's probably exacerbated by the very fact that you are sharing, um, the same, you know, the, 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 the sort of same house. You're under the same roof and it's sort of beginning to, you know, the, the novelty is beginning to wear off. So it's, a matter of focusing on the positive. Maintain the excitement and focus on what you do want rather than what you don't want. And that could be, that could be anything. But I, I would sort of, you know, we're, we're talking about kids' behavior. There's a lot of sibling rivalry going on at the minute. I, you know, I'm hearing it from parents a lot. And so it's a matter of focusing on what the kids are doing that are positive. Oh, I love it when you do this. Oh, thank you for doing that. Wasn't it great when you did X, Y, and Z? Um, because it it helps kids sort of realize that, you know, praise is a great thing. They thrive on that. But if we're focusing on the bad stuff, oh, why are you always bickering? And why are you still on your phone? And why are you still doing that? And it's about time you did this. Then we just, I mean, we, we, we end up sounding like a crack record. But aside from sort of behavior, you know, sort of looking at other sort of things, oh, well, we are cooped up here for months and months on end and I don't know what we're going to do. Well, yeah, that, that's, that ain't going to work for you because the, the, that is, is going to become very suffocating and stifling. So it's a sort of, it's a different, it's a way of sort of looking at things differently. Okay. Well, here we are today. What, what can we do today that is going to be sort of brilliant or exciting? Or what's today going to bring? Or is there a movie that we can watch? Or is there something, you know, there are so many online sort of people, I, I saw just recently, they're streaming online cookery courses and stuff like that. So what is it that you can look forward to? 
focus on. And, and actually, I encourage you every single day, have something, two or three things to look forward to, maybe one in the morning, one in the, one in the afternoon and one in the evening, so that you are breaking things up. So it's right. Well, you know, we do, um, we've got what, what a huge success was a, a family pub, pub quiz we did last Friday, and we're going to be doing it again. And that is something for everyone to look forward to. Um, and it's some, something that people can plan to. I mean, even things like a, a, a food delivery. I mean, I know it's, you know, my mum just got a food delivery today. And she said, I'm going to take this really, really slowly to break up the day. Well, I hear you. But that's okay. But it's it's focusing on the positives and focusing on things that um, are going to sort of light our day up. That's really what we need to do. Now, number four, suspend your critical mind. And what that sort of means is you just got to trust the process here. Um, many people sort of do, oh, well, I think this is ridiculous. It's a total waste of time. You know, um, th- this is not going to work. And I don't know what the they're talking about social isolation and this is rubbish and it's not going to work for me. I'm tired of it and I've heard it all before. Well, how negative is that? And I, I use the example and it's a bit tenuous, but hey, come on, work with me here. It's a bit like if you go into um, a Superman movie, okay? Um, you can go in looking to be entertained and you could sort of go, right, okay, a couple of hours of watching Clark Kent. Yeah, I can, I can handle that. Let's just be entertained. Or you can look at it and you can sort of go, oh, well, there's no such thing as kryptonite and men can't fly. So this is a total waste of time. Well, yeah. Yeah, I hear you. But if you just trust the process and if you sort of follow what is put in front of you, then it's a bit thinky out of the boxy and it just sort of, it, it's just a great way of being more flexible in your own mind. Does that make sense? Because it really, it really, really helps. It helps you um, be more flexible about your day ahead. It f- helps you be more flexible whilst you're sharing, um, you know, sort of these four walls with your nearest and dearest. Because actually, the hope is and the 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 um intention is is that you all come out of this unscathed and still speaking to each other i mean that that's the bonus isn't it so just suspend your critical mind and just go okay right i'm going to trust the process here i'm going to trust that even though social isolation sucks and social distancing sucks i i am trusting in this. I'm trusting that it's going to work. And yes, you do need to wash your hands. And yes, you know, there there are many, uh, I'm hearing so many stories about the elderly going, well, I got through the war and I got through this and I got through that. And, you know, this virus ain't going to sort of beat me. Well, yeah, but that was then and this is now. So let's, let's follow what the guidelines are and let's just, dare I say it, do as we're told. Number five, you cannot change another person. And this is so important um, whilst we are living under the same roof as, as I said, our nearest and dearest. Um, I hear sort of so many sort of, oh, she makes me so angry or she drives me up the wall or he, I really hate it when he does that. He knows I don't like it or, you know, sort of things like this. And and it is it is highlighted more as we are sharing um you know, our living space 24-7 with, with, with 
our families or not necessarily our families. There are many people who are sharing with flatmates who really did not choose to be in such close proximity with these people for days or months on end. But that's the way it is right now. And we are really, we're going to benefit if we learn to embrace it. So think about you cannot change another person. I use um, I use a formula called E plus R equals O. Because really what we're saying here is we can only change our own behavior. We can't change that of someone else. So E is the event. And it depends. You can look at it sort of big scale or little scale. You can look at it, um, you know, from coronavirus, uh, full stop, or you can sort of look at it, well, I can't stand the way someone doesn't do the, the sort of straight edges on a jigsaw first. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, we can look at it small scale or, or little scale. But let's, let's look at the, um, you know, the, the jigsaw example. I hate it. You're, the way you're meant to do a jigsaw is by doing the square pieces first and then, and then you can sort of, you know, fill in all the other bits. And yet someone might sort of look at it differently and go, oh, no, no, I have to do all the red pieces first. And that's okay. Everyone is their opinions are valid. But if we, how we respond to that, which is the R bit, E plus R equals O, your response to that event is really, really going to change the O, the outcome. And it's really worth bearing in mind, you know, it's a bit like I say to parents, come on, pick your battles. Does this really need to be blown out of all proportion? And there are sort of parents who go, well, it drives me mad that, you know, they, well, there, there are some examples. I can't stand it when they bring their phone to the table. Granted, well, there's a rule that needs to be enforced. But I can't stand it when they sort of, you know, kick their shoes off and, and um, put their feet up on the coffee table. Is that really a deal breaker? Is it? Because if you respond differently, if you respond with a bit more flexibility, with a bit more compassion, with a bit more understanding, because we're all in this together and we're all going through this together. So if we are able to respond slightly differently, then your outcome, depending on your response, can be also very, very different. So maybe if someone's driving you up the walls, rather than sort of pulling them up on it, maybe just count to 10 or leave the room, if that's at all possible. Maybe just pull yourself up and go, do you know what? I, you know, maybe we, we just need to sort of understand that what, how, how we respond is going to have a massive impact on the end result. And you might not get someone behaving sort of, you know, the way you want them, but that's okay. And maybe it's a matter of they never do their chores on time and it drives me mad and I need the bins emptied by 11 o'clock. Well, okay. But perhaps you need to give them due warning. The bin man's due at 11.30. We, the, the bins need sort of, you know, or, or remind them the, the night before. Or maybe if your child is, you know, the bin person, the bin monitor, and they're rather tardy, maybe give them a different, a different chore. You know, it's just a matter of adapting. It's just a matter of responding differently so that we all get a better outcome, so that we actually work from a win-win rather than someone winning a battle. Because if that's the way we operate, 
especially when we are in social isolation, especially when we're spending so much time together, then it, it, it ain't going to work properly. And so going back to number one, rule number one, the old ways of thinking have to, have to go, we need to adapt. We need to change. And we need to embrace this situation so that we have win-win across the board. This isn't a them and us situation. This is a we're all in this together. And as soon as we start working as a team, be it as a country or as a family, then we're going to get the better, resu- the better results that we're looking for. As always, this comes with much, much love. And I look forward to speaking to you on another episode. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to this entire podcast. If you want to help other parents looking for support, then please share this with your friends and family. Because if you find this podcast useful, then they will too. So please share via your social media. If you have any parenting questions, then please give me a shout through my email, which is toolbox at kygraham.com. And I may even use your question as a future podcast episode. If you want to connect, please come and join me on Instagram. Just search for Kai Graham. Also, could you do me a favour, please? Parenting teenagers can feel very confusing and isolating at times. And I believe that it takes a village to raise a child. And we are here to support one another. I'd love it if you would leave a review on iTunes. And a good one, by the way. (laughs) Because when you do, it lets more parents out there know that there is support for them too. Thank you. And as always, this comes with much love.